Simplify your life with AT&T in-car Wi-Fi. Stay connected anywhere and transform your vehicle into a dependable Wi-Fi hotspot. Navigate easily by powering apps like real-time GPS and voice assistant. Keep everyone entertained with Wi-Fi for up to 10 devices. Even on the practice field, AT&T in-car Wi-Fi keeps you connected while in proximity of your vehicle. Work, stream shows, or finish homework without missing a beat. Discover the convenience and see if you're eligible for a free trial at att.com slash in-car Wi-Fi. Don't let connectivity roadblock your journey. Always pay careful attention to the road and don't drive distracted. Wi-Fi hotspot intended for passenger use only when vehicle is in operation. Compatible device and vehicle required. You like to watch new stuff, right? Well, go to Hulu and see what's new because Hulu has new stuff all the time. Like Vanderpump Villa, the new docudrama starring Lisa Vanderpump, where first-class luxury meets world-class drama. A new season of The Kardashians starring The Kardashians, of course. And Grand Cayman, Secrets in Paradise, the sizzling new reality show set in the tropical Caribbean. It's all new, and it's streaming now on Hulu. I'm Diosa. And I'm Mala. We are the creators of Locatora Radio, a radiophonic novella, which is a fancy way of saying... A, a podcast. podcast. Welcome to Locatora Radio Season 9. Love, love at First, first Listen. listen. This season, we're falling in love with podcasting all over again. With new segments, correspondence, and a new sound. Listen to Locatora Radio as part of the Michael Dura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. This is the most dramatic podcast ever. An iHeartRadio podcast. Chris Harrison and Lauren Zima coming to you from Austin, Texas, where today we're opening up the playbook. Today's topic, well, it's your topics. Uh, we are going to go over several topics today that you have thrown at us via the most dramatic pod ever Instagram page. Um, it's been a good week. It's been a busy week. We had dropped off our daughter at uh, TCU week or so ago. Uh, my son had finished his internship, so we just dropped him off, took him up to Fort Worth, moved him into his house to get him ready for, wait for it, his senior year of college. And yes, it kicked me in the gut. It has hit me like a ton of bricks that I have, A, I'm old enough to have a child that's graduating college. That doesn't feel right. But just uh, you know, dropping him at school for the last time, it'll be it. I mean, he may go to get his master's or whatever, but that's different. Um, and so this is kind of the last hurrah. And, uh, you know, the, the advice I told him, uh, within reason, soak it up, man. This is it. This is, this is the swan song. Uh, be prepared to just enjoy this and, and enjoy every moment. But it was a, uh, it's weird when you, uh, drop them off for that senior year of college. So anyone else in that boat? Um, I'm feeling all the, uh, all the feels as we used to say a few years ago, but, LZ, today's playbook. The first topic that was sent into the Most Dramatic Pod Instagram was about pregame rituals. Um, and it's kind of funny. I was looking some up because, you know, football season is upon us. I know you're not like pregaming for football, but these are some funny ones. Things that people do. Josh Allen, the quarterback, he throws up before every game. Does he make himself throw up? No, I think there are people, and I know a lot of people that do this. Before shows or before a game, they just get, I think I want to say Carrie Ananaba did this, 
when we were hosting stuff together that she got physically ill and then she puked and everything was fine and she was ready to go. Wow. Mouthwash. <laughs> um, Harrison Smith, another football player, takes a shot of hot sauce. Why would he do that? I just maybe to fire him up and just to, how about this? Jason Kelsey, one of the Kelsey brothers, listens to Christmas music. And why would he do that? Just maybe it's calming. Maybe it just puts him in a friendly, he smells the pine trees. The cheer. And, yeah, thanks of George Kittle. Uh, he reads a new letter from his dad every time. Okay, that's nice. So do you, uh, I'm curious, do you have a pregame? Something you did before you went on air, before you spoke? No, but I was also on a daily entertainment news show. I mean, it was every day and yeah. it was so chaotic. We were, news is sort of ongoing, you know, and I was doing interviews every day. I would do three, four, five interviews a day sometimes, if not more. So I just didn't have, it was sort of always going. I don't know that I had a big moment. Now, I do think you have to get organized in your head. I would definitely, one thing I did was, I we always had note cards and we'd have, my producer would write topics and questions on them, mm -hmm. but I would need to go through and do them again myself, sort of almost like um, revising them for myself in my own words, with my own notes and thoughts. Um, I couldn't just look down at somebody else's notes and do my interviews from there. So maybe that was my ritual. And yeah. I kind of, it was a way of like, you know, they say writing stuff down helps you remember it. So I would have to do that for every interview you got I got centered for sure. What did you do? Because yours was different. You're yeah. filming on, and did you have a different ritual for if you were going to go do a rose ceremony versus a proposal versus a live episode. For sure. Cause I was the same as you. If I was just doing, you know, regular bachelor stuff, you know, rose ceremonies, talking to the girls about the dates, whatever. I, I didn't think twice about it. I would just, you know, I got my head straight about what I needed to say and what I wanted to accomplish in that moment. And I just went and did it. Um, not as much pressure. And I also knew that it was being taped. And if honestly I screwed up, we could do it over when I hosted Miss America or hosted the like AFR, the final rose specials that were live. That was totally different because there was so much choreography going into it. You had to hit the ins, hit the outs, going to commercial, make sure, you know, people were going in the right, right place, right time, asking the right questions. I, I like to be very calm and miss America. When you're walking out, there's 15,000 people live in the audience and you're doing it in front of millions around the world. I would get very quiet. I often would lay down in the green room and you know, Gina, my makeup artist thought I was napping, but really I would just close my eyes and just, maybe it's meditation. That was my form of meditation, but I was really, really quiet. I wasn't hype. I wasn't like, let's play Eminem and let's get jacked and, you know, like a, like a game where you want to get all pumped up. I like to be really, really calm before I go on. Why? Just so I, I just had control of my heart rate. I had control of my head. I could let, I, I could let the show come to me. And that was my, you know, I always say my advice to people is I like to let the moment and the show come to me. So you can't come out fired out of a cannon if that's not what it, not what the moment dictates. And I, I see that now as I think back to watching you in episodes, because you definitely were more an interviewer who leaned into pauses, let people speak versus kind of going in there and attacking. I mean, you grilled people, but you didn't attack with questions. And I'm not a screamer. Um, no. I'm not a big, like talk real loud. And if a moment's exciting, and I took this from my broadcasting, my sports casting career, that's where it all started is if a moment's great, if a play is great, everybody knows it. They've just seen it. Let that happen and try and let it breathe. And you get the gnat sound. And, you know, I think people have this 
feel, and, and this goes to everybody, relationships, business meetings, you feel, you got to fill that void. If there's silence, I got to fill that silence. You don't let the natural moment live a little bit and then speak. I think that's one of the hardest things to do is to let the silence sit. It's <laughs> so sure. uncomfortable. It's probably the difference between you are not a yell at your kid's dad. You're a disappointed yeah. dad voice dad. <laughs> For sure. It took me a while to figure out my mom is more than just a mom. She's got a whole life outside of motherhood. Mary Beth, she is a force to be reckoned with. Successful career, many talents, a great friend group. I could go on and on about my mom. I love her dearly. Well, this Mother's Day, give mom her flowers. She deserves the best. That's why I'm sending farm fresh flowers from Books. That's short for bouquets. And I got you 25% off your entire Books purchase so you can send some too. Here's why I like Books. Books is different. Their flowers are cut fresh and sourced directly from the best flower farms, so they last way longer. Books has also made it easy. I went online, picked the delivery date, and I'm done. Mother's Day is May 12th, right around the corner. Don't miss the chance to thank your mom. Order your Books now. And with 25% off, you can send some to mom, the wife, aunt, hey, even your grandma. Go to books.com and use promo code Chris for 25% off. That's B-O-U-Q-S dot com, promo code Chris. Books.com and use promo code Chris. Simplify your life with AT&T in-car Wi-Fi. Stay connected anywhere and transform your vehicle into a dependable Wi-Fi hotspot. Navigate easily by powering apps like real-time GPS and voice assistant. Keep everyone entertained with Wi-Fi for up to 10 devices. Even on the practice field, AT&T in-car Wi-Fi keeps you connected while in proximity of your vehicle. Work, stream shows, or finish homework without missing a beat. Discover the convenience and see if you're eligible for a free trial at att.com slash in-car Wi-Fi. Don't let connectivity roadblock your journey. Always pay careful attention to the road and don't drive distracted. Wi-Fi hotspot intended for passenger use only when vehicle is in operation. Compatible device and vehicle required. You like to watch new stuff, right? Well, go to Hulu and see what's new because Hulu has new stuff all the time. Like Vanderpump Villa, the new docudrama starring Lisa Vanderpump. Join Lisa and her hand-selected staff at Chateau Rosabelle, a glamorous estate in the French countryside, as they live, work, and play together 24-7. Vanderpump Villa is where first-class luxury meets world-class drama. Don't miss the new season of The Kardashians starring The Kardashians, of course. Season 5 promises new horizons for the entire Kardashian clan. And if you're looking for steamy streams, check out Grand Cayman. Secrets in Paradise, the sizzling new reality show set on the tropical Caribbean island of Grand Cayman, where the rich come to play. But be warned, it's a small island and secrets don't stay secret for long. So come check out what's new on Hulu this month. It's streaming now, and it's waiting for you on Hulu. And it's interesting because when I played sports my whole life, the axiom is you practice how you play. Practice at 100% because that's how you're going to play. I am absolutely not like that on stage. I did When I did Miss America or even AFR, which was after the final rose for The Bachelor Bachelorette, I didn't want to use my jokes. I didn't want to say them because I felt like if I said them twice, it became disingenuous. 
It wasn't real. And so I could think about things that I wanted to do later, but I wouldn't do them. And I wouldn't use my full voice. I wouldn't be animated. And when you are a first-time director working with me, uh, it scares the hell out of producers and directors that work with me. And I, I tell them, I'm like, this is, this is my process. I'm just not a, I'm not a go hundred percent in rehearsal because I want it to feel live and real the first time I do it. And once they work with me, they're like, Oh, I get it now, but that's just me. Some people love to choreograph and know exactly what they're going to do. And they do it exactly the same way. A lot of actors do that. I actually read not long ago, you know, that famous courtroom scene in a few good men with Jack Nicholson and Tom Cruise when Jack Nicholson you says, you can't handle the truth. Yes. Apparently he did that full out every single time they rehearsed it. And the director, Rob Reiner was like, Jack, do you yeah. want to keep doing this at this level? Jack Nicholson said, yes, that's my process. I'm going to do it full out every time. Yeah. He probably sounded like me afterwards. I just realized I have a post game ritual. Oh. Shots. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's not. It's it's maybe unhealthy. I might need to work on it, but I even do it after we record every podcast. I second guess <laughs> everything I did. I and I used to do this in interviews. Yeah. I would never walk away. I don't know. It again, I might need to go to therapy. It's not, it's my type A personality. I walk away from everything I do, never saying, I just killed that. Yeah. I just did awesome. I think instantly. I could have done this differently. I should have done that better. I missed that question. I forgot this. I wish I'd asked that differently. Should I have been quiet there? Should I? And I run through it all in my head and I'm nauseous and anxious about it for a couple hours. And then honestly, it helps if I have someone tell me, oh, here's something great you did. I sort of need that validation. And then I can kind of talk myself off a ledge thinking I was a total failure. I think if you are successful and you're a type A personality, you will often always pick apart your mistakes and remember your mistakes. They live with you as opposed to the 99.9% of the things that you did great and you crushed. <laughs> so how did you feel when you'd leave a tell-all taping or a live episode taping? It depends. You know, sometimes I really, um, if things just, I don't know, it's, there's some days when, when it's just, everything's forced and it's hard and the interviews don't flow. And, and I'm like, I always felt like that was on me. I was the quarterback. And I felt like that was on me. But then there were times when, you know, it could be a complete shit show and things were going sideways and I kept it on the tracks or I brought something to the table that, you know, saved the show, especially if it's live and a camera goes down or something, you know, technical happens and I save it. I'm really proud of myself of just the experience of having done it so many times that I know a lesser host probably couldn't have pulled that off and it would have been really clunky and funky and sounded weird and and. When I always say, and you and I have had these discussions, when you don't notice things, like it's things at home as the viewer, you would never notice. You just thought, oh, that's the way it was supposed to be. That's when we've done a great job. And so a lot of times it's unceremonious or whatever, but I knew. like, Right. It's not so clear as in sports that you won that game. You don't get a clear 100%. And honestly, I mean, look, I don't know my sports, but even there, I'm sure if somebody wins a game, they still look back, of course, and think of things they wish they'd done differently. And then they made it look easy and, you know, whatever. But as I'm sitting here thinking about it, we probably all need to accept and revel more in things going well and not always strive for things to go perfect. In school, we are literally taught things should be perfect. Did you get a 100% on that test. But 
as you get older, nothing is ever, I mean, any field, you do a presentation at your business, maybe you could have done a few things about it better, but it still went really well. I'm going to work on this about myself. Yeah. It doesn't have to be perfect. You, you're not, oh, I got to call well, my mom. I'm going to break, break this uh, down to you. And it's going to be shocking. You're not perfect. Nobody is. <laughs> there is no perfection. My eyes just got wide. Wow. I need to speak to someone. Thank you for uh, jumping in and giving us your questions and comments at the most dramatic pod ever. Uh, you can always find LZ at Lauren Zima and I am at Chris B. Harrison. Thank you so much for joining us today as we opened up the playbook. And we'll talk to you next time because we have a lot more to talk about. Thanks for listening. Follow us on Instagram at the most dramatic pod ever and make sure to write us a review and leave us five stars. I'll talk to you next time. I'm Tamika D. Mallory. And it's your boy, my son, the general. And we are your hosts of TMI. And catch us every Wednesday on the Black Effect Network, breaking down social and civil rights issues, pop culture, and politics in hopes of pushing our culture forward to make the world a better place for generations to come. Listen to TMI on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. That's right. I'm Diosa. And I'm Mala. We are the creators of Locatora Radio, a radiophonic novella, which is a fancy way of saying a, a podcast. podcast. Welcome to Locatora Radio Season 9. Love, Love at first, first listen. listen. We're older, we're wiser, and we're podcasting through a new decade of our lives. This season, we're falling in love with podcasting all over again. And getting to the heart of our stories. We're going places we've never gone before, and we're bringing you along with us. With new segments, correspondence, and a brand new sound. Season 9 is kicking off with an intimate interview with Grammy Award-winning singer-songwriter Natalia Laforcade. What's giving you hope right now? Well, when I see what music does to people it gives me a lot of hope if you liked locatora before you're gonna love season nine subscribe to our show and you'll see why locatora is your prima's favorite podcast listen to locatora radio as part of the michael Cultura podcast network available on the iHeartRadio app apple podcasts or wherever you get your podcasts hey guys this is paris hilton trapped in treatment is back and this season we're taking on wasp the Worldwide Association of Specialty Programs and Schools. They held us in dog cages. They starved us. They beat us. It was trying to brand us. We were going to become the McDonald's in treatment. Join my host as they unravel the story of the largest and most shocking organization in the history of the troubled teen industry. Listen to season two of Trapped in Treatment on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.